it's Janelle. This is Marissa. This is Shade, and you're listening to Fat Sleepy Pink Cast. Oh, oops. Fat, 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 and sleepy pink cast. <laughs> we just like, we always uh, mess it up. Whatever, you know. Sleepy, sleepy hollow recaps as brought to you by the Complain of Thrones podcast. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we have a couple of hawks. First hawk says uh, there's stuff about the comic books. Yay. You can find the first six pages, I think, on Entertainment Weekly. It's great. Abby feeds Ichabod a donut hole. Uh-huh. <laughs> to get him to stop talking. It's yes. Cute. <laughs> and um, there's also, it features a, I think, LGBTQ woman of color couple. There's lezzies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they have a daughter, so it's like a, you know, family. It's like a family. Mm-hmm. And they're friends with Abby. Abby has friends. Abby has friends who are women. It it actually fills my criteria from last episode where I said like I wish Abby had friends who like had non police jobs, like owned a coffee shop or something. Right. They own a bake shop. Yeah, it's really and it's really interesting too because people are like <laughs> complaining that Ichabod on no job. What do they call him? Broke, broke about. I don't know. Broke about. Broke. Ichabod. broke. <laughs> Ikebroke. <laughs> yeah, they call him Ikebroke. This is like, okay. Ikebroke. He has no job. And is he helping Abby with the bills and all this other stuff? And apparently he does have a job. He's a consultant. Right. but he, He's a consulting detective. He, yeah, he just got fired. Yeah. And also, he apparently spends a lot of his consulting money on sweets. He's a sweet tooth. Has he discovered Twinkies? Or does he only get gourmet, like, awesome women of color, quack bakery snacks? Yeah, that's what he gets. He's like, she's, and Abby's like, you gotta work on that sweet tooth. Oh my gosh, his dentition must be terrible. Oh yeah. Think about it, and think about how bad people's teeth were back then. I mean, George Washington had to buy teeth from people he owned, and like, people did not brush very well. Oh my gosh, he needs to get a cleaning. (laughs) There needs to be an Ichabod Ichabod Ghost to the Dentist episode. I can't believe they haven't had an Ichabod at the Doctors episode. Not even just that, but like we were talking about earlier, they really should have webisodes. Uh They should really vaccinate him. They what? They should vaccinate him? Mm -hmm. (laughs) They should have webisodes where we can see all this. Abby takes her puppy to the (laughs) vet. Takes (laughs) the microchip in case he gets lost. (laughs) Which is, Yes. You should totally do that. Um, but yeah, so it looks pretty good. Someone probably had to teach him how to wash his hands. Yeah. Flush toilet. We missed out. Yeah. Oh. I'm telling you, webisodes. Yeah. Next news that we have here is that Michael Osiello, number one Sleepy Hollow fan over here. Uh, entertainment journalist, right? Somebody wrote in and was like, I'm really sad to hear that the ratings for Sleepy Hollow have thus far been less than stellar this season. I will be even sadder if it get, gets canceled. Should we, we be worried? That was from Ross. And Asiela said, No one is a bigger worrier than yours truly, Ross. And I'm not the least bit concerned about the axe falling on Ichabod and Abby. While it's true, Sleepy has been losing a decent chunk of its Gotham lead-in. I told you it wasn't a good lead-in for Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Gotham's <laughs> not even a good show. Yeah, no. Sorry. Yeah. 
I think the only reason it's le- losing its lead in is because it, they're completely different audiences that are watching. Yeah. Like, the people who are watching Gotham are probably just, like, a lot of fanboys. No, man. I don't think fanboys like Gotham. I think Gotham takes itself super seriously. It's it's, it's trying to be camp. it doesn't. It's trying uh, to be camp yeah, and trying true. to be serious at the same time. And it's not... It's, like, incongruous with, with its tone. Yeah. So, and I feel like it doesn't fit Sleepy Hollow's tone at all. It would almost feel better if they were switched. Yeah. Yeah, Sleepy Hollow came first and Gotham came after. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Because Gotham's kind of heavy with the whole, like, in a corrupt city. Right. (laughs) Where a child's parents are dead. Yeah. (laughs) Ryan from the OC will yell at people until they behave. Like. (laughs) Oh my god, Yeah. But it says it's been losing a good chunk of its Gotham lead-in. The fact is, Fox loves and is completely committed to the show. Also, let's face it, the network has bigger utopia residents fish to fry. So I guess, like, it has shows that aren't doing, like, as well as Sleepy Hollow Mm -hmm. at all. And it says, bonus scoop, a series regular tells TV line there will be a power vacuum, quote-unquote, in the second half of the season, and said vacuum will be fought for. What the hell does that mean? A power vacuum. Log your thoughts about what that might mean, and we'll do the fighting in the comments. It sounds like some little finger in Vera's bullshit. Mm. A power vacuum. Hello, Sansa. <laughs> so, we have another hawk. Mm-hmm. Um, this one comes from TV Guide. Um, and it's regarding a preview for the October 20th episode of oh, yeah. CP Hollow. Yep. So I'm going to read a blurb from it where it talks about Ichabod and Abby meet the town's headed local legend, the Weeping Lady, and she's got quite a skeleton bone to pick with one of them. 200 years earlier, a woman learned her betrothed had betrayed her. Then she drowned in a local river. Executive producer Mark Goffman explains, since then, at certain times of the year, you, you can supposedly hear her crying. Turns out this ghost story has been has a connection, surprise, surprise, to fucking Ichabod. <laughs> That he's been unaware of. Surprise, surprise. Oh, God. Until now. The link is... Is it his ex-girlfriend? Yes! Yes! And guess Dude, what? if Ichabod left me, I wouldn't kill myself. Seriously, though. The link is a British woman named Mary Wells, to whom Ichabod was engaged before he turned coats and married Katrina during the Revolutionary War. Says Hoffman, Mary could be a bit of the obsessive jealous type. What no. the fuck? Why do we need a cliche ex-girlfriend? We already have a... We have Katrina. So- <laughs> yeah. We have Katrina. We I have wonder Henry. how they're going to handle we it. We have fucking Betsy Ross. Like, what is Ichabod? Who did Ichabod like? not piss off? Seriously. He pissed off him and his wife, pissed off everybody. It's like. Damn. But, like, the thing is, and it's so funny that, like, we've said this before, how people are complaining, like, no, Abby can't have a love life, but everything about the show is about Ichabod's love life. Everything. Like, how he failed, how he just didn't know. Like,. <laughs> Oh, Katrina never told me about Ica- about Henry, blah, blah, blah. Now we're finding out that Ica- Ichabod didn't know, like, about Mary, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. stop it. <laughs> yeah. Why would you kill yourself because Ichabod didn't want to marry you? Gosh. Well, I think, well, to think of how things were, would have been, I guess I could understand why. Find it highly improbable. <laughs> First of you all, he, like, was disinherited, more... right? He for was. joining the rebels and he was but he was oh it was she was engaged to him before he was disinherited 
Oh. So she was engaged to him, and then he betrayed her, I guess, by being a turncoat. And he also, and I guess, broke up with her, too, because... Yeah, because he, he fell in love with Katrina, yeah. so, who I was mean, his best friend's girlfriend. So I guess, like, all that combined... No, Ichabod is mad shit. She should just hook up with Abraham. They can, like, lick their paws and... Ichabod is totally shady, like... Yeah. What? That's not, that's not <laughs> a friend. I wouldn't want him as a friend. That's so shady. Mm. Well, I hope Abby, like, talks to him. But it's not really his fault that she killed herself. It's not his fault, no. Right. Definitely not. But, you know, way to be shady. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sounds kind of cliche to me. <laughs> yeah. Like the town ghost is his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> As if the town headless serial killer wasn't already. Okay, well, anyway. You do you, Ichabod. You do you. Yeah. Okay, so... More casting news. Corbin's son. Corbin's son has been cast. I am clicking on the link you sent me. I'm <sighs> looking at the. You can look at pictures of him. He looks a lot like Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Like it could be related to him, actually. So his backstory is that he is back from Iraq. I think he's, oh, a, he's, he's a soldier. A, he's a what? Yeah, he's a veteran. Oh, interesting. He looks really young in these pictures. Yeah. So he's younger than Abby. Abby used to babysit him. Oh. Yale School of Drama graduate. Yeah. So Abby used to babysit him. So he's younger than her, but he was discharged. And they don't really know why, I think. And like mm. something mysterious happens where he and his friends are in the woods. And they get, like, his friends get ripped apart. Oh, my God. Yeah. By a demon, mostly. Or, like, a wolf or something. Mm. And But he's unscathed. And so I think there's, like, a story there. Maybe he's you know, cursed. Special. He's cursed or something. Mm. I think that's what they're going for. But yeah. Mm. He looks a lot you like... You know, what's really weird is that the show is like a reputation for being really diverse, but it's still got a white dude plurality. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but we got like one one black guy, two black women, one white woman, and what, like six or seven white dudes? Yeah. Which is like totally unnecessary because... The guy who's not Daniel Henney could totally have been Daniel Henney. <laughs> this could have been Daniel Henney. Corbin could have, like, given birth to the, like, sexiest Hoffa, like... He, yeah, Daniel Henney's too old for the role of was babysat by Abby. Yeah, but Daniel yeah. Henney's half, so he could have totally been Corbin's son. Well, I think, yeah, you could have cast a mixed-race actor to be Corbin's son, or Corbin could have had an adoptive son. So there's there's options out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not like they shouldn't have cast this guy, and we don't know how good he is, so... But at the same noise. time, it's like, think out of the box! Think Keep thinking out of the, the box! box. Listen, he's a blonde white guy. I feel yeah, like I when it's like... Here, he has more we just got a blonde white guy, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, seriously. But I, I think then... he's just guest starring, so I don't think he's gonna be, like, on there all the time. Anymore. Okay, but, like, yeah. he's there enough that his face is on my screen, and I'm just like... I... It could have... It could have been a man of color. It should. I feel like it should have been a man of color. Basically, whenever anyone complains that Sleepy Hollow is too diverse, they should shut the fuck up because they're getting plenty of white male representation. Yeah. Basically, but you know, you know, there's that that thing, right? Where if it doesn't have, if they have more than half the cast is people of color, or if even half the cast is people of color, right? The rule think- of three that Dwayne McDuffie used to talk about. Right. If there's more than three people of color, people automatically think that it's like a show for people of color, and right. like they don't want to watch it. Yeah, definitely. I think Orlando Jones has like talked about that too, like how there could be three black people on the screen at the same time. People aren't changing the channel. Right. Yeah. I think he mentioned that too. He brought it up before. Mm. 
So yeah, it's like it's like this perception. It's kind of like when women are talking actually in class, it's like men talk more, but they perceive that women are talking more if it's like 25% of women are talking. Right, 25% seems like 50% to them, yeah. Yeah. It's probably one of those things. Well, if you're used to having a lot, then having not as much, even if it's still more than everybody else, seems like a loss to you, right? Yeah. So yeah. Well, We'll see what happens. I think it's interesting that uh, she used to babysit him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have a history. And maybe he's also She herself him. was in foster care. Corbin was like her surrogate dad. Right. Corbin spent as much time with his own children as he did with these special witnesses mm. he was through. And there's, we have a, a raven from another show. Wait, what? A hawk from another show. <laughs> intruder. Intruder alert. Intruder. Um. The Flash, yay! It premiere was debuted really. Pilot. It debuted. It had a really strong debut. Oh, that's awesome. Uh huh. It's him. like this. It's best debut in six years for the CW. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Oh, cool. Since nine oh two one oh, since nine oh two one oh, they wow. bought it back. Yeah, it had a really high share uh, for the key demographic, and it had like I think maybe five million viewers. Which is still less than Sleepy Hollow. Which is still less than Sleepy Hollow. But it's yeah. excellent for the, for the CW. For the CW. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so. great. I'm so excited. I feel mm-hmm. like they're definitely... I don't know if you saw the preview for the rest of the season. Yeah. They're definitely trolling because um, the Barry Allen character kisses some white chick. Oh, but it's, we um, all know. It's like from from Arrow. Oh, I don't watch that horrible show. So <laughs> it's the girl from Arrow. So she she and um, what you call it, Stephen Mnell. Oh, mm-hmm. Stephen Mnell. Oh, there's so a crossover. She, yeah, there's it's a Arrow crossover. crossover. So so she kisses Barry, but she's actually what's her, what's his name's Boo thing. Oh, really? Yeah, she's supposed to be what's his name's Boo thing. So oh, it's not going to be like they're definitely trolling. Yeah. Definitely I don't know. I'm still irritated at Arrow whitewashing like at least three roles. Oh, yeah, yeah they that. did. Come on, don't do that. And for what? Like they have a majority white cast. Anyway. You know, like you guys need more white people in your cast. You got them. You have them. And the lead actor cannot act to save see? his life. As I was talking, he's pretty ripped. He's pretty ripped. He's pretty ripped. Felicity, but it's like see? every time oh, they're kissing. See. But I feel like every time he opens his mouth. Like, my brain shuts down. He's like Batman, but green. <laughs> He's such an awful actor. He's terrible. Hey, you know what's funny? Nice. There are people who are like, who have watched the show. So like, are there a couple, I don't know how many seasons in they are. They're actually caught up on the show. And I asked, I'm like, oh, does he get better? And they're like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, he's the male lead and he doesn't get better? Like, only whiteness. That's all you need on your resume, man. Whiteness. That's it. That's all this guy has going for him. And well, he's also really that. buff. What? He's also really buff. Oh, I'm sorry. Whiteness and buffness. Okay. I gotta say that whenever someone breaks out in the whatever, is it supposed to be Mandarin on that show? I like cringe and like can't do it. Oh, wait. Wait, you watch Arrow? Yeah, oh. I started. Oh. But whenever they start busting out Mandarin, I start like scream, making like sad noises to cover up the <laughs> horrific sounds coming out of do my TV. You, do you speak Mandarin? Yeah. Okay. I didn't so, know that. Why like the people on Arrow. I don't even know why I thought you spoke something. Why did I think you spoke something else? Well, I'm I'm Taiwanese, but like, you know, you get colonized you, and. Yeah, maybe I thought you spoke Cantonese. I don't know. Nah. Okay. <laughs> Mandarin. Mandarin. You should be like, can you hire me? <laughs> <Don't> I, right? <laughs> to correct you. Oh. 
Uh, I'm not that great either. I'm just, yeah. You just know what it's supposed to. Well, it's just like when hackers watch Scorpion and they're like, no, <laughs> that's not how that works. Okay, so let's move on to the episodes. It's called Root of All Evil. Mm. I never have. Who wrote it? Wait, let me see. I thought it was going to be about plants because it was called The Root of All Evil. <laughs> <laughs> What's it trying to say? That like money? Is that is that a, maybe that's an idiom? I just haven't heard of it. Is money the root of all evil? Yes. Are you serious? You've never heard that? No. Are you yeah. wait? Are you kidding? It's a biblical thing, though, isn't it? Oh, oh, right. I see it now. Yes, one Timothy, or six. I 10. thought you were joking no. that you didn't. No, no, I. Uh, oh, that's funny. For some reason, despite being an English major and going to Bible school, <laughs> no, you're like I don't really remember that one. <laughs> it was written by a, a, a writer. <laughs> And directed oh. by a director. He really liked writing Ichabod temper tantrums. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. He threw like so many tantrums this episode. Because what's his face is around? Blonde boy. Um, All right. So Henry's building a model of Sleepy Hollow. Because like, he has nothing better to do than <laughs> like take out his Thomas the Tank Engine toy set and like. <laughs> and build a model. Uh, that's how it starts out. It also ends with Henry, you know, doing something pretty evil. Um, <laughs> I guess eviler than before. So Terrytown, we go to Terrytown Psych. Um, Abby and Ichabod are getting out of the car. Abby's like, I know the visiting hours by heart. Mm. And they go inside and they're, they're waiting at the desk to see Irving and they realize that they can't. But during this time, there's a guy who's standing there and he's all he's saying is hi and bye or hi. He says hi the whole time. And Ichabod kind of introduce, introduces himself like, you know, hi, good sir, or whatever. And then there's a scene where the woman at the window, I guess the woman on duty, is like, wait, are you admitting a new patient? And she's mm. like referring to Ichabod. And Abby's just like, uh, no. And Ichabod kind of looks offended. It's a little bit ableist. Yeah, I was going to say, this, that's like the punchline is like, oh... Yeah, even crazy even, people wear weird things, and Ichabod is offended to be like associated with people with mental illness. Who's mm -hmm. yeah, especially the guy who's standing there going hi, hi, mm -hmm. hi. You know, mm -hmm. it was it was one of the mo more insensitive portrayals of mental illness, and I actually want to ask at yeah. Comic Con about that. Well, I mean, it's actually n not. I'm I'm I don't know. I have like background in mental health. It's not it's not a type of mental illness. It's a symptom, and then it's like a neurological condition. Yeah. Aphasia is like when you have a neurological disorder that affects your ability to speak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, he basically has the same condition that Hodor has. Yeah, Hodor, Just yeah. like Bracca's aphasia, and it's like a part of his brain that might have like a lesion or something. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why he's institutionalized. Maybe his Maybe there's something else going on, like yeah, maybe some MMR um, or his his family placed him in there. Maybe he does really well in a setting like that. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I mean, that kind of condition is usually more common in people who've had like 
brain damage brain in some damage, way, whether yep. it's like a stroke or... Yep, right. So... Yeah, so it's kind of a little bit... They basically just, like, waved a wand, and they're like, we're gonna have, like, a Hodor character this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. people with mental illness, right? They're all, like, Hodor, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was not good. Um, so I didn't really like that. It kind of made me cringe a bit. But we yeah. go to Abby and Ichabod finding out that Henry has barred them. I thought this was going to take them forever to realize it. This show doesn't play. <laughs> they just, like, get right into it. Because mm-hmm. I thought that it was going to take them a couple episodes. You know, in most shows, it's like, oh, nobody knows what's going on. Right, right. Like, they're avoiding each other. No, Henry was like, hey, I'm evil. Hey, what's up? Hello. <laughs> I got your boo. Now what? <laughs> it does that for the long-term stuff, but not for the immediate short-term stuff. Yeah. He's just like, hey. Well, because, like, they could have, like, text messaged Jenny, like, don't pick up any strange coins, or... They could have. But I guess they didn't know... Or mention Henry to Irving. Like, hey, if this guy shows up, don't talk to him. You know, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, did they have that opportunity, though? Yeah, because they were searching for it pretty hard. Didn't they they find out at, like, the last possible minute who he was? What happened in between time? Right? Wasn't Henry revealed in the finale? They need to get like a Google Docs going on, <laughs> and everyone just needs to like put their notes in the Dropbox. Yes. Like, talk every once in we a can while. Keep each other up on the up, you know, in on the in and up or whatever you call it. Yeah, or have like a little walkie-talkie or like meetings every Tuesday at four to share information. I guess because because their confrontation with with um, Henry was so was such a trifecta between Abby, Jenny, and Ichabod that even I forgot about Irving. Mm-hmm. So when Henry, you know, in the last episode, um, had Irving sign the document, I was like, holy shit, he doesn't know. Like, yeah. So I guess that... I guess it makes it, They didn't have time. Kind of makes sense. I, I, Terrytown Psych has got to be probably the second worst psych facility. <laughs> or maybe third worst. Now I'm thinking about the one in Cuckoo's Nest. Like, it's like Arkham, and then it's like Terrytown Psych is like a step down in quality of care, but though. You know, oh my God. You know or what? Eichenhaus and Timor. You know about Terrytown yeah, Psych, like, though? What? At least Terrytown Psych is bright and kind of cheery. Like, it was yeah. like, it had oh, And they walls. let Jenny have a stick in her room yeah. to do pull ups on. Yeah. yeah. They, it's, it's kind of like they had. You Which know, is bad, too, though. That's like a lax security thing. Yeah. <laughs> but they had. That's why she's can escape. Maybe she even. I don't know. Well, she could have, like, hurt herself with that, too. Like, yeah. you know. Okay, and the one in Terminator 2 is pretty bad, too. But Terrytown's like, like, what, your lawyer doesn't get to dictate your visitation list? Like, what? Huh? Huh? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's funny, but, like, is it just us? No, I'm sure there are other people who think about this. But I feel like they're just like, no one's going to think about this. Do, 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 yeah. Do, and then just, they just do I don't it. think they're consulting. They should consult. But maybe if we bring it up, they will. Um, I volunteer's tribute. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I'm going to try to bring it up at Comic-Con. We'll see. I think after this, like, Abby and... I- oh, yeah, they're leaving because they can't see him. And <laughs> Ichabod's like, perhaps when we hear from Katrina, she'll reveal Henry's plant. <laughs> yes, like, your wife, the super spy. Abby was like, yeah, I'm sure we'll hear from her soon. Like, very tongue-in-cheek, very, like, sarcastic, but not overly so. And he gives her kind of a look. Yeah. Because <laughs> Abby's like, uh-uh, yeah, we're not hearing from her at all, you know? Like, we haven't heard anything. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. But anyway, we go to Jenny, 
and she's getting out because Abby pulled some strings because she's the best big sister ever. I'm glad she didn't stay. I was worried that yeah. they were going to have her stay in in jail for a couple episodes. Yeah. So I'm glad that didn't happen. So Reyes is like... Wait, did you just say Abby was the best big sister ever? Well, she got... No, I was saying, saying that she pulled some strings <laughs> and got her out because she's being the best big sister ever. Okay. Like... Because I was going to be like, no, she's not. She hurt Jenny so bad. <laughs> In the past, yeah. she lied. She did. Yeah. But, let me write history. But this time, Reyes is like, you know, she goes up to her. She compares her to a dog. You know, that anecdote about the dog. She used to have a dog around. God, it's so rude. Very yeah, rude. What is, what is she and doing? train your damn dog better. <laughs> Put up a fence. What does Reyes have against Jenny? Like, I feel like it's like a rules thing. She's very by the book. She's very by the rules. And because Jenny violates or like doesn't do what she expects her to do. Mm-hmm. I kind of have a meta thought about this. She's kind of mothering them in a way. Don't mm-hmm. you think? Like Abby is like the good child. The good child. And Jenny isn't the good one. Abby turned out really well because she went into law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And mm, okay, I can yeah. see that. I Don't you think? That. Like, I feel she kind of has this motherly thing because she's nicer to Abby. She yeah, totally is, like significantly. So. But because Jenny doesn't do what she deems like what an upstanding citizen right. would do or something like she, so she oh we don't her. she's like I don't want you to turn out like your mother like even saying that she's getting really personal with her yeah. you know well Bray's like personality I think has a lot of like all or nothing thinking and like a lot mm-hmm. of other I guess personality traits going on that aren't necessarily gonna make her the most pleasant person to be around and I think right. part of that you're gonna see that in her like way she's a stickler to the rules mm-hmm. the way she like meets you once and then already decided like has decided whether or not you're worth your time, right. whether you're a good person or a bad person. Yeah. Like works really well, I guess, if you're fighting a battle against good and evil, which is very black and white, mm-hmm. but does not make for the best boss. Yeah. You'll yeah. find that bosses like that are going to be way more controlling and hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Abby found a way to get her out of, you know, on com- community service. Um, but yeah, Reyes brings up that she doesn't want her to end up like her mother. And Jenny's kind of like, what do you know? And she's kind of like, well, you know, I know she was in Terrytown Psych or blah, blah, blah. And so we go to Abby and Ichabod now in the next scene. So they go to the bank, which is where Henry went after visiting Irving because they're tracking him down right now. They're in the car. We called this so much. We called this. So they're in the car and Ichabod kind of looks out and he's like, oh my God, like indignant. That's acceptable right now. And Abby kind of looks out and she sees that there's two guys holding hands. So she's like, oh, yeah, you know, she explained gay marriage to him or same sex marriage to him. And then he, of course, he interjects. He's like, I know what homosexuals are. (laughs) He's like, I know what homosexuals are. I trained under Baron von Steuben, which which would actually make sense. I, I looked it up. It would have made sense that he would have met him. You guys totally need to watch Drunk History. Yeah. Have you seen it on Comedy Central? I we ha- I haven't. The Philadelphia episode mm-hmm. talks about both Benedict Arnold and v- Baron von Steuben. That's funny. But anyway, he said he trained under Baron von Steuben, who had an affinity for the same sex. And he's like, I'm talking yeah. about wearing hats indoors. <laughs> Yeah. Which is kind of like, Were they indoors? And then he also I guess they were in like a patio also, thing. Yeah, and he's also like, I watched the finale of Glee as well, which I thought was kind of cheesy, but people yeah. liked it. Bad for him that he watched the finale yeah. of Glee. Yeah, Glee. He didn't look like he didn't look like he enjoyed it. So that's at least 
<laughs> Fox is gonna yeah. be like, no, you can't interview her. And I want to be like, okay. In 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 a way, I'm kind of like, okay, of course, it's ridiculous that he. But and then, on the other hand, I'm like, oh, it's he's a soldier. He probably would have seen men. You know what? That's not even the issue. I think the issue here is just he's the just fact like that, like he's lady, so perfect. Every, he is like okay. Ichabod knows like everything. There isn't shit that he doesn't know. He has like an, an eidetic whatever memory. He can speak every freaking language under the face of the sun. He's like a walking encyclopedia. Oh, but he's not racist. Oh, but he's not sexist. Oh, he's not homo. It's like, oh, like his only I mean, vice is the fact that he can't he do. Well, then you know what? I wouldn't say like right off to that he's not quote unquote homophobic, just because he's like he knows what homosexuals oh, are and true. he doesn't. That is true. And he but, doesn't. But I feel like they're he's implying not they're implying that he isn't homophobic, right? By by yeah. They're implying that. it. Because you know how some people will, will, like, say things like, oh, my best friend's... It's like the, my best friend's... I'm not racist, but... Right, right, type argument. Yeah, you know? I, I get that. I get that. Especially because he's, like... He was more offended by the fact they were wearing hats indoors hats, as opposed right. to... So it doesn't offend him to see two men holding hands, but... Yeah, I think they could have played it better. They could have been, like... They could have played it straight, but I guess they wanted it to be kind of, like, a light moment, so they didn't do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I can understand that. But we totally called. Just, we totally said that he was not going to be. It was just one shocked. more like white Jesus moment from Crane, like, like nice, nice white lady Crane. Um, but he was totally blasé about it, um, which was interesting. But just a little, I guess, background. Baron von Steuben did work closely with George Washington. Um, he was from Prussia, I think. And he was immediately accepted by Washington because Washington saw that he was a good strategist, like he was a good warrior, I guess. And he was actually good friends with Washington for, you know, for a really long time. And he got special treatment uh, because of Washington and Washington always put in good words for him and stuff like that. So, you know, it's I think his name is Friedrich Wilhelm von Steuben. And he was canonically gay as well. Yep. As portrayed by David Cross on Drunk History, you should all watch it. Yes. <laughs> we were totally mm. going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, basically someone gets really wasted and then describes what happened historically. Yeah. So Von Steuben shows up with cooks and butlers. He's dressed to the nines. He's wearing furs. He's got a dog. And he says, hey, I'm Von Steuben. He looks at all of General Washington's soldiers and he says, look at this group of dogs. They are dying. They're starving. They have no ammunition, no love. The soldiers are like, I don't like this guy. George Washington says, no, no, give him a chance, give him a chance, give him a chance. And Von Steuben's like, I am going to whip you guys into shape. New coach is in town. Von Steuben starts training the soldiers running through the ranks. He's stretching them through the stretchers. He's yelling at them in Prussian. Then they go, what's he saying? Washington is like, oh boy. The guy doesn't even speak English, so he says, blah, 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 blah. And they hear, blah, 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 blah. What are we gonna do? But guess what? Young captain shows up, Ben Walker. He says, I can understand all the blah, blah, blahs. I speak Prussian, and I can help the Americans understand them. Boston turns over his shoulder and sees the most handsome American he's seen so far. 
Sterling's into blondes. This guy is platinum blonde. Beautiful cheek bones, puffy lips. Benjamin Walker says, I will be your guide. And uh, they become buds. Buds. <laughs> they have this, this, this training montage. So Benjamin Walker ends up being exactly what they needed. He helps him with the troops. Von Steuben starts teaching him things. He's like, these are knives. You can use it to stab people. And they're like, oh, that's a great idea. Teach them how to clean their teeth. Teach them how to clean their bodies so they don't get disease. People are like, we're just trying to win a war, man. And he's like, this is how you win a war. They start training harder. And then he says, Ben Walker, yell at them in English. And that guy says, more squats, more squats, come on. He literally turned he turned the army into butter. So it was a teeny acknowledgement that gay people exist in Sleepy Hollow, which is good. But of course, there's still two white guys. And, and of course, it's not a major character, yeah. you know, representing LGBT. So. We're just never happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's the bare minimum. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's good, but, you know, it's not like I'm sure people are just like, yeah, great. Yeah. We acknowledge right, no, that we true. exist. That is yeah. true. No, no. I mean, yeah, usually when there's a gay character on TV. <laughs> like, okay, thanks for throwing us a cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, so they see Henry leaving and argue about how and when to approach him. Ichabod's like going up because he's 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 so full of himself. He's like, gonna go march up to Henry. And, and Abby's like, what the hell are you doing? He's, she's like, do you think he's just gonna tell us his plans? Right. Like, it don't work this- like that. Fool would be dead so many times over if not for Lieutenant Mills. No, yeah. seriously. He's ridiculous. He's the one who's like, hold your horses, let's think this through. Yeah. You know, for someone who's, and I kind of like that, for someone who's like, really, really smart, he does incredibly ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. So it's not like being smart means that he's right all the time. Right. So I kind of like that push and pull dynamic between yeah. Abby and Nicolau. Yeah. Um... So, Abby... Oh, wait. The, then they hear a gunshot go off, or at least Abby... Because they were talking about how, you know, he might try to blow up the bank. Mm-hmm. And then they hear a gunshot go off, and she's like, wait, that wasn't a bomb. That was, you know... She knows that sound, because she's a cop. So, Abby, whose calling code is Charlie62... That's kind of cute. Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, Charlie 62, she's all in cop mode. Yeah. Immediately calls her back up and runs in. And Crane is, like, trying to follow her. She's like, no, you have to stay here. Remember what? He, like, stays outside like a... like a, And like he's, a, like, pacing. Like a puppy. Like, no. No. He's so master has gone. No. Hey, we should ask that question about if he, like, if he hates being alone. Because it seems like yeah. he does. So, um... Abby goes inside and there's this woman called Miss Galloway, right? And she has a gun and she shot a guard. And Abby's like, do you remember me? It's me. I, you helped me set up my, my first savings account. That was cute. <laughs> and Abby's trying to talk her down. And she almost gets through to her. And then she Wait. kind of, no, no, she kind of like goes back to being, um, Galloway goes back to being kind of like aggressive. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she does that, you hear boom, and the gunshot goes off, and she's dead because yeah. uh, Reyes has just shot her. 
And Abby kind of looks up like, oh my god. Yeah. She's mad. She's yeah. definitely mad. And the coin that the late she's the lady was holding the coin, I think, and the coin mm-hmm. just falls out of Fall. her hand. Yep. So Abby walks out and she's pissed. She is so pissed. You she's can see like in her face. Nicole is such a good actor because I feel like like that was something that could have been overacted, like huffing and throwing hands up in the air and like hands on the hips. But she just contains it all into her facial expression and the way that she like delivers her lines. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Yeah. And that was good. The way she delivered it, she's kind of like you know when somebody's her teeth, angry like, and tight ty- like just they're pissed, but they're trying to hold it in, and that's that fits Abby's characterization yeah. so well. Yeah. So yeah, I really liked that. Um, but she walks out pissed, and of course Ichabod's like pacing and walks up to her. Yeah. And she she explains to him she's like I knew her. She would never do something like this. And then we see a dude walking away from the scene with a coin, and he totally looks like the type to blow up something too. <laughs> Like, Doesn't he know? He's like he totally looked like the he fit the profile. Like, What's somebody, the type to you? Like this young looking white guy with glasses. He looks like he's been like holding know, a grudge forever. Holding a grudge forever <laughs> since high school. That's what I was just like. He totally looks like one of these kids who blows up their school and shit. You know, I was just like, oh god, he's gonna go after a school, but he didn't. He went after something more personal. Yeah. But anyway, Ichabod and Abby are in the archives, and actually, Abby's in the archives, and Ichabod's, like, in this tiny little corner, or tiny little thing, like, he's behind this door. I don't know where he was hiding, but oh, he was right, hiding he from, yeah, he's hiding from Reyes, and he's like, is the proverbial coast clear, and he's so pissed <laughs> about having to avoid her, it's hilarious. So Abby's watching the security, she's just like, yeah, you know, enter at your own risk, and she's watching the security footage and notices Han... Oh, yeah. And Ichabod comes over and he's like, unspool it. Did you, did you oh, catch that? Oh, I didn't catch it. I, yeah, but yes. Instead of rewind, because he couldn't think... He didn't know the word for rewind, so yeah. he says unspool, which makes so much sense. Yeah. Like an like as a language thing. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. That little, like, language. I don't know. It's like when you can't find the word for something, you use something closest to it. Yeah, and then split makes the most sense. Makes the most sense. So they watch the security footage and notice Henry exchange coins for cash. And then when they rewind it, um, or unspooled it, they notice Galloway took one of the coins. So they're thinking, I think, what was it? Ichabod started name-dropping Washington right away. Yeah, some kind of story <laughs> like, about... Name-drops Washington. He's, he tells a story about counterfeits trying to flood the market with fake currency, and then he talks about, oh, Benedict Arnold. He was, like, under... The turncoat. Yeah. Like, so he didn't do it. So I guess they were trying to imply that Benedict was, like, being possessed by this coin, so mm-hmm. that's why he portrayed. Right. The both of them come up with this idea that, okay, the coins probably turn people to darkness, right? Um, so we go to the dude who we saw earlier, and he's building a bomb. Um, and then we switched to Katrina being a bad spy, like literally. What was that? What was that even? I she was, like, was somebody get her an invisibility. So point. obvious. And I was like, I don't know if she's doing it on purpose or if this is supposed to be like a parody of itself. Why doesn't she ever use magic? Are they ever going to explain that? I feel like the whole, like, I feel like she should be trying. 
Yeah. They're going to have to go back to Sleepy Hollow and do a special edition and add in all the special effects they couldn't afford to put in the first time <laughs> around, including Katrina's magic. <laughs> like maybe they wanted to put in magic, but the technology just wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But Katrina, and, I mean, Henry and Abe are arguing because uh, Henry's like, she's trying to play you, basically. And Abe is like, she's right. Why am I stuck in here all day while you're out having fun and being evil and I have to be, like, locked up in the house? So they're having this argument because they're two evil dudes who are serving Moloch and they're fighting for who's the best, I guess, evil guy? Who's the best, uh, they're like brothers, almost. Mm-hmm. Except Abe wants to screw his mother, so that's not... <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God! Why is this just now occurring to me? <laughs> Well, Henry have to call him dad. (laughs) (laughs) This is so weird. So, um, Katrina attempts to play Henry. She's just like, oh, I've heard you moved back into the house that you, I had you in. Yeah, you came out of my vagina in that house. (laughs) She's like, Jeremy Crane. And he's like, don't call me that mom. (laughs) Hey, can I just say her dress? Not as good. I never thought I'd say this, but I find myself missing that Hot Topic dress. Yeah. Her purgatory dress is so much better. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Is, was she wearing, like, a blue? Abraham it's brought... like, nursemaid dress. Yeah, I think Abraham bought her that, or brought it to her. I don't know where he got it. She doesn't have good taste, as they've established he previously. He doesn't have a head, you guys. So. Oh. You think he was just, like, in Ross dress for less, feeling around? Yeah. It's just period, okay. <laughs> oh my god. So, he <clears throat> takes out his credit card. Mm-hmm. So, next we go to Jenny, who is back and in business. And Abby and Iqbal say that they don't have any leads. Jenny suggests they talk to Holly, Nick Holly, who she's friends with. She's like, he just comes into town and leaves. Or like whatever. Santa Claus. Like Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Like a criminal Santa Claus. So, have a holly jolly Christmas. No. <laughs> we have a holly jolly Christmas. So, well, he does have a beard. Um, So Jenny's chatting, and this time she's on, she's fiddling around on Abby's computer. And then she goes, oh, my God, that bitch. And Igabot's like, pardon? Who? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, he looked up to Abby at first, like, is she talking about Abby? And then he's like, oh, is she talking about me? Mm-hmm. How did she get Abby's password? She's a hacker. It's no probably, no, it's probably, like, Jenny's name or something. <laughs> Abby would do something. It's, like, a cabbie 200 or something. <laughs> no, it's Jenny. It's probably, like, their mom's name. I don't know. But she knows her enough, I guess. Yeah, to so figure it out. I mean, it's Jenny, like. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Abby was going to go to the FBI at Quantico. She knows how to make a hard-to-guess password. <laughs> you know... But Jenny... But... but okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny finds out, apparently, that Reyes was in Sleepy Hollow when their mother was put away. And she's kind of pissed because she... And Abby... Because Abby's like, oh, yeah, I knew that. And she's like, what? Wasn't that such an odd wow. exchange? Why? I, w- I don't know why, like, I felt like Jenny was right to be angry, and I wasn't quite, like, I couldn't wrap my mind around why Abby was so, like, chill about it. Yeah. I, well, I was she, well, she, she also bit. didn't, but Abby didn't know that she was the one who committed their mother 
either. Cause, right, no, she didn't know that. Yeah, but, she but didn't at, know that. Even after kind of Jenny surprised. told her, she, her yeah, she was just was like, so... she's just like, well, you know, are you kidding me? This, she did this, and she's just like, her mom tried to kidnap us, you know. So right. she and and I guess they're going back and forth. And Jenny's kind of like, what, you know, how, you know, what, how are you siding with her? And she's just like, Reyes was doing her job. So, of course, Jenny is completely incensed. She's just I like, I can't believe you. Yeah. But why go after Reyes? Not, why not go after the judge who made the decision? Is it because Reyes provided the testimony? Mm-hmm. But you think a psychiatrist who... Okay, never mind. I'm overthinking it. <laughs> overthinking you think, it. What, you think the psychiatrist would be the one who that committed her? Who's, be... No, I mean that whose opinion would have more weight over whether she was going to jail or to... I guess... Not, not the officer. I guess the thing is that, well, also later we find out that Abby's like, well, if, she would, if you were doing your job, she would have just gone straight to jail, right? I didn't understand that either. Well, police officers have the ability to write an application to a mental hospital, and maybe she did that for her, trusting her. She said that she... And, like, covered up a little. Yeah, she said that I thought that in psych she'd get the help that she needed instead of being... Because there is this thing in... America, at least, where instead of giving mental health, like people with mental health issues, help, they actually lock them up. No, I mean the largest mental health care provider in the country is the prison system. Right, they lock them up. They don't give. They don't send them to where they need help. I see. Yeah. Okay. So that's actually a problem in the U.S. I can understand where that they they actually might have kind of got that accurate mm -hmm. <laughs> even though they probably didn't consult anyone but yeah but anyway so Ichabod I'm kind of glad he just stayed out of it yeah <laughs> he didn't he's he didn't kind of like, like awkward he was like uh are you okay yeah because Jenny stormed off she's just like I gotta go yeah so Abby and Ichabod go to find Holly and they want to know about the coin <laughs> and Holly's just not here for Ichabod He's just like, slow down, Shakespeare. And, yeah, I mean, it was like typical banter. It was like the kind of banter that you would expect between someone like Nick Holly and Ichabod. Ichabod Crane. Um, Holly's like the cool guy who like knows what's up and yeah. kind of the anti-hero. Also yeah. not Daniel Henney. And then Ichabod <laughs> is that oddball, skinny, gangly somewhat socially awkward kind of guy mm -hmm. so of course they're gonna butt heads yeah so it's just really funny he's just like slow down shakespeare because he's just talking his head off um so ichabod immediately doesn't trust him and pulls mm -hmm. abby aside and she's like he's a privateer they only they're only um about money and <laughs> they turn away because abby's just like okay fine um, we'll tell Jenny you said hi. So they turn away, and he's he drops some knowledge about what the coin probably is, which of course makes Crane kind of pipe you know pipe in mm -hmm. like, oh, I know something <laughs> about this. He said, "Can't it's a stand not being the smartest man in the room." Yeah. yeah, he's like, "It's probably a shekel," and Ichabod's like, "A shekel, a Tyrian shekel." <laughs> <laughs> which is coins of tear, which were in the Roman Empire took an unusual role as the medium of payment for the temple to Jerusalem or 
for a temple in Jerusalem. I think um, for like tax, like the taxing. So right. like you would pay temple. I I don't know. My notes are kind of messed up. I don't know why. I think like the the point is like, oh hey, this is t- totally must be the money that Judas was paid with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sure. So they magic f- money. <laughs> so they figure Henry. Well, history. <laughs> <laughs> Quote unquote. Quote unquote. They figure the Henry's Quote trying to build his own army by tarnishing souls. I mean, that's really efficient. You yeah. know, one coin at a time. <laughs> so They get shot and blown up. So Henry, speaking of Henry, evil guy, he's building a giant evil map of Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like standing over it and giggling to himself. <laughs> so funny. He's so funny. He's so like... I, it looks like something he would do though, because he likes his plants and he does like. He's the villain. He's like, like the evil guy stuff. <clears throat> Air Oak's um, villain, so he kind of has to behave that way. Yeah. So Abby Ichabod. <clears throat> Wait, is this when the bomb goes off? Yeah, the bo- a bomb goes off, right? I mean, that was cheesy as hell. Like the bomb in the flower shop goes off, and then like one single burning rose lands into the ashes. I didn't even see that part. I just saw the part where they look up and they they see the smoke. No, and then like a single burning rose that was totally oh, thrown yes. by like the second director's yes. assistant's intern. Oh, I didn't lands see that. in the middle of the screen. Yeah. It's super cheesy. I didn't see that. That's funny. Um, so they go to see what's up, and the guy who bombed the store had actually killed his father. Just pretty sad. Um, oh, that was his father. That was his father. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, sure. it was like I couldn't understand what he was saying. He was like, "She doesn't deserve you," like or something. No, Is he? He's like, "Oh, they don't, they don't care about me. He doesn't care about me." Blah blah blah. Oh. Apparently, his I think the backstory was that his brother had gone off to university and he stayed at home, mm-hmm. and so there was some resentment there. But he. He was a good kid, and that's why it wasn't the resentment wasn't coming out. But then the coin actually brought right. it out of him. So Abby, they they watched some more security video. I think Abby, she's like, "Oh, those are the shadows I saw on Galloway." So do you guys think that's a power that she has to see evil? Because she could see the shadows on their faces, and I don't think anybody else could around them. I thought like the coin just made your face look all like. I thought so no, too, she... but. Do no. we have affirmation that no one else saw it though? It's kind of hard to, to. No one else around her. She's the one. She just mentioned she saw it, but nobody. Like I think it's implied there that she saw it, but nobody else saw it. Because if Reyes had seen it, like a shadow moving across. Well, her Reyes face, shot her from the back though. That's true, but I don't think anybody else saw it. I mean, I like that idea. I just wish there was someone who was just like, like I didn't front. see that. Yeah. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. That would have been a more solid. Yeah, like maybe if Crane had said, I don't know what you're talking about. But maybe Crane can see them too, I don't know. But they go for the coin in the evidence room because they figure out that it's, uh, based on the evidence that they read, um, they were like, oh, he he had a quarter in his pocket. And they're like, oh, the Tyrion's shekel's about the size of the quarter. It has an eagle on the back as well. And the head, it's like the head. So it could easily be mistaken. Yeah. Which is interesting, because that's exactly what the coins look like in real life, quote-unquote. Um, so they go for the coin in the evidence room, and of course it's gone already, because Henry came by and took it. 
And Reyes calls Abby into her office, and Ichabod, like, runs away. <laughs> he, like, yeah. he, like, scampers away, which is really funny. Yeah, I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah, oops. So, Reyes apparently knows someone accessed her file. So she's like, okay, which one of you did it? And Abby's like, she covers for Jenny. She's like, you said you knew my mom. And I was just looking for information, and she's like, what you didn't say was that you were the one who put, a, put her away. Mm-hmm. And Reyes is like, well, I was just doing my job. And she's like, that's what I thought, too. But if you were doing your job, you would have put her in prison for kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying earlier, I think maybe the, the thing is that she gave testimony just so her mom could be put in psych instead of... Because if she'd been answering calls for years... About, like, stuff that was going on in the home. Mm-hmm. Like, if her father, their father was an alcoholic and their mother was, like, unstable. That would make sense, right? See, you know, sometimes, it's just weird to me that sometimes they're really serious about, like, mental issues, health issues. Mm-hmm. And then, but other then they have that, they, they have that stuff at the beginning that kind of undermines all that. Yeah. 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 Because it's, it's like a serious thing where they, you know, Jenny was committed. Abby fought it for years. Right. Jenny also had issues related to like being possessed. Like she was, she kept imagining trying to kill Abby and would get herself um, locked up every single time so she wouldn't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then their mother had mental health issues, so and committed suicide and committed and... suicide because of it. Right. So it's kind of like there's this really serious thing, and then you're treating mental health like like it's like you're not treating it properly right. at the beginning. So it's kind of like yeah, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, so Reyes says that she thought that inside their mama could have gotten help, but what happened after was unfortunate. I hate mm-hmm. that she calls it unfortunate. I'm just kind of like, hmm. That's putting it mildly. Yeah. Oh, man, that's terrible. Like, oh, un- un- it was unfortunate. Like, your mom, her mom killed herself. Yeah. But anyway, so we go to Ichabod and Henry, who are having a confrontation because Ichabod sees him. And Ichabod admits he wasn't the best father not by his fault or henry i'm like yes katrina who <laughs> <laughs> didn't tell who didn't tell you and henry goads him and kind of tells him that there's nothing he, he can do to save him you know curious question how come like have we ever seen ichabod like seriously sit down and question katrina like no why haven't we gotten that? I guess because she's always like, oh, "There's no time." <laughs> well, he did question her. He was like, "Why didn't you tell me we had a son?" But no, I mean, question her in the sense where, where we see him sit down and think to himself, like, "Yeah, oh my god, like, yeah. like gee, why does she keep like not telling me the whole story?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. Because like, the writers are dropping the ball. Yeah, that too. <laughs> But, yeah, they, they, I don't know. So Henry goads him and tells him that there's nothing he can do to save him. Henry reveals the coin only, oh yeah, and Ichabod's like, you can't turn anybody else. And and Henry's kind of like, it doesn't turn anybody, it just reveals the darkness in their hearts. Mm-hmm. It doesn't turn them. So that's a really interesting concept that we all have, like, both good and evil. Because the people who are doing these things are ultimately supposed to be like decent people but then the coin kind of magnifies that already that resentment that's already there Mm -hmm. so we we it manifests into this like it just like it overwhelms them kind of like lady stoneheart and catelyn's right like 
what's left in you is like the absolute worst. Yeah. Hey, bring it back to Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Song of Ice and Fire. Bonus point. <laughs> we also brought it back to Game of Thrones in the beginning. Combo <laughs> so Henry's like, oh, I'm building quite a client list. <laughs> He's just like rubbing it in. Um, and then he walks, he's like, you know, if, you know, I'm going to be doing my shit, so you can't stop me. And he walks off and it, Rhea spots Ichabod. Right. And gives and he's, Ichabod a hard time mm-hmm. about his, his, um, his ID and stuff. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I, I can't find any records of you existing, actually. And you need to stay away from police work, like I told you. And he starts ranting about how, like... <laughs> He's going to get deported. He goes on with his long-winded rants. At which point in the episode, I was kind of rolling my eyes because I was just like, Ichabod, <laughs> look at the time. We don't have time for this. But then Reyes, which I think was a really cool way to put an audience insert because I was annoyed. Reyes was also annoyed. Mm-hmm. And she just wasn't having it. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, uh, no, shut that down real quick. Yeah. Give me your ID. You have 24 hours. Bye. Yeah. He's like, well, I'll just get it. It's at home. Um, so... Oh, yeah, so I think when they went to get the coin, Abby realizes that Henry switched them. Right. Because right? they try to get it after this. Then we see Jenny doing community service. And, of course, we see the coin roll over to her. And she glances at it and then looks back to scrubbing the wall that she's right. scrubbing. Then she and then her... it's, like, calling to her. My precious. <laughs> she has right? one of those moments. My precious. And Jenny's being infected now. Cue Henry's slow-mo walk and evil smirk. <laughs> yes. um, I've done it. Yeah, I've and then you it. hear in Jenny's head, she's never been on my side. Time to even the score and take her out. So, of course, everyone's thinking, oh, shit, Abby. Yeah. So, and then we go to Abby. Speaking of Abby, we go to Abby, Nick, and Ichabod, the awesome threesome over here. No. <laughs> it's she- Abby, Ichabod, and not Daniel <laughs> <laughs> So he called them to a bar and he's like, I owed you guys some beers because I don't want to be. Somebody was like, I don't want to be a trash ass white boy or something. I don't know. <laughs> it was so funny. And they said, Did you hear Ichabod's like really dorky laugh? He's like, Oh, <laughs> did you guys hear that? Does Tom Meissen laugh like that in real life or is that Ichabod's laugh? I think it's like an Ichabod like <gasps> He did, like, kind of, like, one of those donkey laughs. Uh, and he's nervous. And, like, a kind of, like, a snort. It was so funny. I was just like, oh, my God, that was the dorkiest laugh ever. And Abby's kind of like, what's the what's what's so funny? And he's like, Sad Adams isn't a man in this bottle. I'm sure, blah, like, blah, your, blah, your blah, historical blah. lessons, blah, 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 blah. He's blah, like, this blah, is blah, Paul blah. Revere because... Sam Adams was a gentleman and would have never this rolled up his sleeve. It was like Ichabod, wah, 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 wah. I was like, okay. He was like turned up. He was on like 10. That's enough. He's like, you're at 10. We need you to be like a five. <laughs> Ichabod. But he's like, so he's showing off. And Nick is kind of like um, rolling his eyes. And Abby's just so over it. And the waitress, and he... He takes a swig, and the waitress comes over, and she's like, I need to see some ID. And then he goes into another <laughs> He's like, He's like, I have no ID. I have no money. <laughs> and then he's like, I fought a war for independence, yet I have no. 
I feel like this reminded me of something that white people do, and I couldn't like put it on my like my finger on it. But I'm just like I fought a war for independence. Every time he says something like that, take a drink. Like I fought a war for independence. That's his new like you know this one time at band camp. (laughs) Aren't you grateful? Aren't you grateful, you wretches? I freed your country, man. (laughs) So funny. I was just dying of laughter at this part. It was just, he was just so obnoxious. So Abby's like, okay, it's okay, we're not drinking. Her face there was so funny. So Nick reveals that he saw Jenny, who was acting pretty weird, and asked to borrow a gun, and then took off with one of his high-powered rifles. Which, okay, I'm just, I'm like trying to imagine, like, Nick's lair or wherever he stays and i'm like there must be guns just i mean it's america so of course yeah. there must be guns just like chilling for her to be able to walk in like act all funny and then like bounce You're like can i up. borrow your bathroom okay bye <laughs> <laughs> right right gun safety secure in a locked safe nick <laughs> not for him they figure that she has the coin abby's convinced jenny's gonna kill her or gonna try to kill her and nick it's kind of like, no, she would never. And Abby's like, yeah, it's the coin, you know. Nick asks then how if they find it, you know, how does Abby plan on keeping it from affecting her? It's funny they he doesn't through, ask about Ichabod. They went through a hell of a lot of trouble. <laughs> right, who cares? Right, I know what you mean. <laughs> but I mean, they went through a hell of a lot of trouble. I mean, it's more of the ranting with Ichabod, which kind of got annoying with this episode. Like, it was just too much of the same thing, I feel like, where that was concerned. But I feel like they were doing it on purpose to make him super... Annoying? Yeah, he was so annoying So he... They, oh. Sorry. I was going to say, I was just going to, like, summarize this, this scene really quickly. Because it was a pretty short scene. Yeah. They end up going to the church. Um, Holly breaks a window from... Yeah. Which... Because they, they say that... Holly explains that the only thing that stops the coin is consecrated glass, so said a monk in the 14th century Constantinople or something. And Ichabod starts, yeah, Ichabod's showing off. And Nick's kind of like, I don't know why they would, it would be consecrated glass, you know, whatever. And and Ichabod's, well, they come from the same area. And Nick's just like, oh my God, that's not what I was asking, you know. It's just like, why would it stop? But Ichabod's way to distract the priest was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. And they argued yeah, over... a couple 200 years. Yeah, and they years, argued so over how to break, because he's just like, you can't do that. You know, he's like, well, do you have a glass cutter? What else am I going to do? <laughs> break the glass. So they're just very at odds. And, oh yeah, the, at the end, when he's like complaining about, he's like, well, my wife's living with another man, my son hates me. Yeah. And then yeah. he's like, I've encountered a fellow whose arrogance. He's like talking about how he's getting mad. He's like, I've encountered a fellow whose arrogance is And I want to oh, like shove him really hard. His annoyance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's basically talking about by himself. himself. <laughs> I'm like, Ichabod, do you, do you, you're, you're talking about yourself. He's so ridiculous. But anyway, the glass breaks, of course, and he's like, okay, bye. That was all. Boom. They're gone. Can I just say that Holly reminds me of Sawyer from Lost? Really? Yeah. Except much less attractive, but okay. <laughs> a little bit, like like the when he was annoying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pre-plot development, Sawyer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Like, what's in it for me? Much of the same. Wink, right? wink. Abby goes to track Jenny's car to see where she is, and Dana, who was way too excited about life, she was so peppy. Oh yeah. So she reveals that Reyes is on a hunting trip to secure funding. Somebody questioned that on Tumblr, and I was like, yep, police departments here can do that. 
Yeah. And they're like, yeah, isn't that a conflict of interest? And she, and we're like, yep. <laughs> and don't even matter. Marka, you know, America, don't even matter. So they see that she's near Sterling Forest and Dana's like, maybe she's gone hunting too. And then it clicked. Right. You know, Jenny's, out Jenny's hunting Reyes. So Abby and Co, uh, <laughs> Wow. Abby and Co are in the woods now trying to track Jenny and Nick and Ichabod are arguing again because he, Ichabod's talking about how he was trained by Abenaki warriors. Um, and Nick says he needs to change his story because there haven't been any in the state in about a hundred years, which would be pretty accurate. Uh, I think the Abenaki, I looked it up. They still exist, but they are the original natives of Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. And many fled to Canada or moved in with other tribes when the Europeans came. So, mm, yeah. That's interesting. So they still exist, but there are none in the... I mean, there probably are some in New York, but not like... They don't have any reservations down here. Trained by the Abenaki. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, I was trained by Abenaki warriors to, to, to track oh foxes. God, he's so annoying. So <laughs> they, they're arguing. Abby's just like, let it go, Crane. Then she starts talking about how she didn't side with Reyes, even though Jenny thought she did. And she's like, all I said was she was just doing her job. She starts, like, getting introspective, and she's just like, it's getting harder all the time, telling friends from enemies, even without a coin. And they have a convo about who they can trust, and Ichabod thinks they can trust, they can't trust Nick. Mm -hmm. And Abby says they can only count on each other at this point. And Ichabod says, and Katrina. <laughs> and then Abby's, silence. Abby's just like... Epic silence. And then she reads him. She's just like, um, yeah. And then he says to her, oh, your silence on the part, on the, you know, question of my wife. I don't know why you're so, where you're not saying anything. Wait, it's like... <sighs> and she's just kind of like, all right, so... She you calls know. him out. She yeah. really calls him she's out. She's just like, he's like, do you not think I should have let her stay? And she's like, you couldn't have let her if you tried. She's she's her own person. She's a redhead. She's a witch. I mean, the last thing is remains to be seen. <laughs> but, right, right. You know, but, she made the decision for herself. Which, you know, I think is a nice way to sort of bridge the gap in relationship between Abby and Katrina. Because it seemed like they're only connected... Because their connection to each other was through Ichabod, it just didn't seem like Abby should care about Katrina. Mm -hmm. But I think the well, Katrina's helped her too, right? I mean, a handful of times, like when Ichabod wasn't available, having her veer off the road in the car, you know, whispering, was it helping or <laughs> sabotage? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's true. You know, Katrina has helped her, but I think it it was just it was nice to to see Abby stand up for her and mm -hmm. declare some type of agency for Katrina. Who yeah, really who can't. Who the writers, yeah. On her own. Yeah, that was cool, I it's guess. Great. She read him for filth. So we go to Katrina, and Abe is kind of like, don't bother engaging the horsemen of war. And Katrina thinks Henry wants a connection to her and always be connected to her. And I guess Abe suspects that she's using him at this point. She's like, he's like, you're not very good at this. I know what you're trying to do. And she's just like, Henry loves me, okay? Deep down inside, he totally, like, wants his mama. <laughs> he's like, all right. She's trying. She's trying a hell of a lot harder than Ichabod is. Well, yeah. Ichabod isn't even putting in work. And I know that's because he didn't know that it was a son, blah, blah, blah. But you'd think that would make him even more desperate to sort of be a father. But, you know, yeah. ideal up, ideal down. Mm -hmm. you know? Abby and Co. 
they finally found Jenny, and she's about to shoot Reyes, and Ichabod distracts the sheriff so that she's out of the shot. Note that Abby calls Nick Holly. She doesn't call him Nick. She just calls him Holly. But every, like, she always calls people by their last names when she's, like, working with them. Yeah, she's, like, Crane, Irving. Holly. Reyes. Mm-hmm, Reyes. Abby steps in front Morales. What? Who? Morales. Morales. Right. Didn't say you've forgotten. Brooks. Did she call him Luke? She did? She called him, she called Andy Andy sometimes. Yeah, but that's, that's true. Andy. Andy's a special cookie. <laughs> so, Abby steps in front of Jenny's shot, and Abby's like, "We, you know, you have to go through me. Jenny won't shoot. She, like, refuses to shoot Abby. And so she kind of takes her down. Oh, yeah, like, she, like, like, she, like, hits her. She hits her away, and Abby, like, falls or something. Right. And they're, like, kind of struggling. And then Abby gets up, and she's like, you know, let me take the shot. So she's like, let me shoot her. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, my God, my heart. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it, for me, it was kind of just like, I mean, I knew, I guess, I don't know. I guess I knew she wasn't going to shoot Abby, but I still felt, like, tense watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Nick was like, how is this talking her down? And Ichabod's like, let you know, let her handle it, but also asks out of curiosity how she, how close she's just shooting. And Nick explains that it's a hair trigger, which is a gun that takes very little pressure mm-hmm. to respond. Mm-hmm. And so she has her finger right on the trigger at this point. And Abby says they'll never know what happened to their mother if she kills Reyes. And she's trying to like, tries to convince Jenny that maybe Henry got the coin to stop them from knowing the truth and that they don't want them to know. And she's talking about how she's, she's been angry as well. And she wishes their mother had never given up on them. And wish she had fought harder. It was like really touching. And she also, somebody brought up an interesting thing and I don't remember which, who it was, but they were talking about how she tells her to use that rage and to overcome. And in a lot of other shows and a lot of movies, it's like the power of love will make you overcome mm-hmm. or whatever. But in this thing, it's like, this is like a woman's righteous rage, you know, mm-hmm. like your rage will let you overcome this. And it's like, we're really angry and we need to like figure out what is what went wrong and what happened to her mom mm-hmm. and, and i thought that was interesting that she says that and it wasn't like oh you know use the love or something it wasn't like a cliche right she was just like use your anger differently like and it's funny because it, it creates kind of a parallel with henry who's also using his anger uh, in a right. different yeah like he right. uses his anger in a certain way to like fuel him as well right so it's interesting that those are the words that Abby chose to try to talk her down. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jenny falters, and then Ichabod takes her down, and the coin falls and begins to tempt Abby. So can you imagine if she had gotten the gun? What would have happened? She would have shot Reyes, like, maybe she would have shot Ichabod. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say she would have shot Ichabod. That's what I was thinking that she would have She'd be like, this Ichabod. motherfucker has been like, yeah, my damn Maybe she would have shot him. Maybe she would have just, like, Slapped him with her gun. Like, <laughs> I told you. Yeah. Cut it out. <laughs> but yeah, so you went through all that trouble to rescue your wife. <laughs> you didn't need to ask her first if she wanted to be rescued. <laughs> so the coin falls against the tip Abby and Ichabod kicks it. That was pretty funny though. He kicked and it. Then Holly and then Holly it? caught it. I was like, what the hell I was like was that, that was kind of cheesy. It was kind of cheesy. It was totally um, cheesy. And, oh, my God, Jenny and Abby are just, like, and she hugs her. And she's like, I'm always on your side. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Just like in Frozen. I know. Except better. Yeah. 
With um, guns and diversity. Yeah. <laughs> so Abby's just like a good big sister in this scene. Yeah, she's, just, she's like, getting better. Comforting. We do need more moments. Like, like so, for example, how earlier they were like, oh, Abby was able to swing it with the judge. Like, why, why didn't we see that scene? Yeah, like, we didn't get to we're see seeing it. Ichabod confront Henry. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. We don't get to see... Yeah, we yeah, you know what I mean. Like we need yeah. more Abby and Jenny moments mm-hmm. and less of Ichabod and his business. So Ichabod tries to apologize to Holly, who's already gone. Hey, with the coin, peace out. He didn't disappoint. So, sorry, Ichabod returns to the institution, and he and sh- the woman at the desk is like, "Don't you remember? We can't, we can't visit Irving." She's he's like, "I'm not here to see him. He's here to see the guy who says hi." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I wish I knew his name. I know that I saw the actors. The actor has a picture with Tom on Twitter or something. Huh. But like, I forget the actor's name, but so he's playing puzzles with him uh, in the visiting room, and Irving walks by and sees Ichabod. So Ichabod's explaining, like, "Hey, you know my <laughs> the horseman." He's like, "I was the horseman of war, and mm-hmm. he's my son." <laughs> yeah, something they should have told him a long time ago. But I guess they didn't have time like we were discussing mm-hmm. so but Irving's like um but he's getting me out though what are you doing for me like what have you done for me lately and Ichabod's <laughs> like nothing so he explains that if Henry wants Irving out the best place for him is actually in psych like in the psych ward because mm-hmm. if he wants him out he's like planning something messed up but Abby gets her mother we go back to Abby and Abby gets her mother's records from Terry um from Terrytown from Reyes She's reading them, and I could. I was like really expecting Jenny in the scene, and instead oh, it was such a bad decision. That was such a bad decision. And I got decision. into an argument with somebody over it. I was. They were like, "But Abby, but Ichabod and Abby are the leads." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "I don't think it made sense to me because at the beginning, Jenny's like mad that Abby never told her stuff about right. her mother, right. right? And this is, like, something else, and it would have been nice to see, at least have her there, right. sitting there with Ichabod, even. Right. It, like, everything would have came full circle. Yeah. And then also, I think it would have been worth it to see the apt- aftermath of that event, like, mm-hmm. Jenny talking about what happened to her and how mm-hmm. she felt and what was going on. Mm-hmm. I think Jenny deserved to be in that scene, and I think the writers made a very bad decision to not have her, like... I understand the necessity of having Ichabod at least present, but I think mm-hmm. that should have been a Mills sister moment. Yeah, like another one. Especially since they've spent whole episodes on... I mean, they have spent a whole episode on Abby and Jenny, but... It's, it's not enough, especially when you consider how much time they spent on Ichabod, on Ichabod and, and, yeah, and, and Katrina. Katrina. And Jenny d- deserves to know this stuff, and ultimately her reaction to this information will be way more interesting than Ichabod's right. any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Because, and somebody was like, oh, you know, well, Jenny wouldn't have had to know because Ichabod and um, Abby are the witnesses or whatever. And I was just like, How, why wouldn't Jenny have to know? Like, Jenny was possessed by a demon. Mm-hmm. Jenny has gone through the same stuff that Abby has. You know, Jenny could basically be a third witness at this point. You know, she was there a with witness Abby. to the witnesses. Yeah. So she deserves to know, especially because it's her, it's their mother. Right. Right. And Abby's explained too that the demons followed her mother. Her mother wasn't, wasn't mentally ill. And then she was tormented and became ill. And she was trying to save the girls by kidnapping them. Um, and then she was driven insane ultimately. And that's why she killed herself. 
So yeah, and and Ichabod shares another Benedict anecdote. I think he was like, oh, if he could have, if he could have gone back to that time and not been tempted by the coin, he would have chosen that or whatever. He would have fought harder. So he's trying to like reassure Abby that you know their mother probably did fight really hard, and if she could have done things over, she could have, if she could have saved them, she would have. Mm-hmm. And Holly shows up at this point, and Abby manhandles him. <laughs> And she's he's kind of like, oh, well, you know, I was going to sell it, but I want the other coins because there's like 29 more. But Which, then he also leaves yeah. a gift. He says, you know, I got your boots and papers. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> he's like, because I don't want to be a trash ass. And then Polly like. disappears again, like right after that. Weird. But he just kind of like teleports mm-hmm. yeah. or something. He shows he's up. Like he's like a ghost. He drops stuff off and he's like, peace. I keep about talking about how trust is the only currency with Your any notes. value. <laughs> Henry sets his bet on fire. <laughs> yes. But so I keep about talking about trust is the only currency, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I was just like, not that you've been trustworthy lately. Yeah, seriously. Say, say. For real. After this, you know, it kind of comes full circle back to Henry, who's looking at his bed and we see a glimpse of Grace Dixon, which is Abby's ancestor, delivering Henry. And he freaking sets... His bed on fire. He can remember being born or something? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a he sin can. eater, so he can see the he can see certain things, right? Yeah. In okay. the past. Because sure. he brought Arthur Bernard back. Yeah. He did that. So the sin eater. hmm Okay, fine. I'm just saying. That makes sense, right? It's a bit of a stretch, but I guess he is magical. magical. <laughs> he is magical. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, okay, he can light things on fire. I guess he can see himself being born. Not that anyone would want to see that. (laughs) But I think it's interesting that Katrina thinks she's coming around, and it doesn't seem like that to me. I think he seems, like, even more resentful. You know, and of course he's staying in an abandoned house where he has alone time, and it's haunted, and no one's going to bother him. And she thinks that, oh, yeah, it's my influence or whatever. I'm just kind of like, or maybe, you know... It's like the best place. He looked around at all the other abandoned houses in the vicinity and none of them matched his aesthetic. So how many donut holes are we going to give this? I liked it a lot. I would give it an eight. Nine. Uh, eight sounds about right. I enjoyed it more than the other two episodes. Yeah, and I really enjoyed, like, Abby and Jen. I would have given it a nine had they had that last scene. Yeah, we that would have been a great way to bring it back to yeah. circle. I like how they're establishing, like, Katrina being perhaps having her allegiance torn because she is the Horseman of War's mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Abby was like, you expect me to to sacrifice, you know, hinge my life on the fact that, like, when it comes down to it, a mother will choose her child over, right. you know, over me over her child. But when it comes down to it, you know, it, it means that Katrina's character is still defined by her husband and her son. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And her ex. So it's just like all these dudes. So yeah, escape, girl, escape, and make some lady friends. Yeah. Henry should have been a girl. Oh, oh that would have been interesting. Oh. Henry should have been a girl. We have. 
We would have had the really... Yeah. It's a different dynamic, though, with the you never loved me, mom, when it's a girl versus a boy. I think in our society, it's still different when a guy says it. Yeah. Mm. So that kind of male entitlement dynamic around that. Yeah. Hmm. John Noble's great, though, but, you know, it would have been interesting to see a woman Mm -hmm. in that kind of... What if it was like a Luke and Leia thing? Katrina had had twins. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. They're both evil. One of yeah. them is the horse, the other horse. <laughs> and one is, like, the good one. <laughs> no, they're both evil. Both horsemen? They, I feel like Gemini? They, they'd both know. be evil. Because yeah. it's Ichabod and Katrina and their unholy union. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> Rose Mary's baby. And Ichabod and Katrina get together, bad shit happens, yeah, everyone around seriously. them. It's true. This is a train wreck. The cranes are always fucking shit up. Yeah. I Maybe agree. the spoiler chick was just so... Un into Ikatrina that she offed herself. She's <laughs> like, This is not my ship! Runs to the lake. <laughs> yes. All right. So I guess that's what what's up. That was what was up. It was yeah. pretty solid. I liked yeah. it a lot. Eight donor holes. Is that average, correct? Yeah. That's good. Could have been nine except for that, that one thing, man. More male sister, please. Yes. All right. Anything else? Only that our listeners should follow us on Tumblr and and on iTunes, iTunes. and on Stitcher, yes, or on Podbay. <laughs> or they on- could, in fact, even leave reviews. Yes, please. So there's a sleepy pink cast feed for all you exclusively Sleepy Hollow fans. Yeah, right. but I feel like um no one knows where the hell is up. Us reviewing Sleepy Hollow. I'm like, I don't think we're reaching the right people, but. Oh, yes, and tell all your Sleepy Hollow watching friends that we are here to summarize and deconstruct and fangirl out about Sleepy Hollow. Yay. 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 All right. That's Cha cha. Missing child. She was lured by a creature of legend, the Pied Piper. One man with deadly skill. Why would an assassin target a little girl? The evil we face is real. We shall be victorious or defeated together. Sleepy Hollow, next Monday at 9, 8 central.